Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, welcome to Ashes Daily. Here we go again. Uh, Adam Bayfield is back in the phone box. Adam, hello, Tom. What's up? I don't. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm here in the phone box. I've reversed the charges <laughs> and uh, dialing into you. Yeah, I've accepted that reverse charge. Um, it's great chat, isn't it? Uh, well, this is a this is a big Ashes Daily as well because we were starting to we were starting to flag, uh, weren't we, Adam? So we've uh, we, we sent out the SOS to a, a long, long forgotten. I was going to say long, uh, long missed, long forgotten part of this podcast. <laughs> the London correspondent Gordon McRae. Gordon. Hi, Tony. Hi, Welcome Adam. Welcome back. I was going to say, not missed. Not <laughs> missed by anyone. <laughs> half, half remembered with some, some, some offhand references every so often. Exactly. Still hanging around the back of the Oval, just looking for scraps of news. Your legacy on this podcast is very much, oh, yeah, I think I remember that. I think I remember that guy. But it's good, as you say, Tony, we're kind of, you know, we've been, <laughs> we've been flagging on the Ashes Dailies. Now we're into the dead rubbers. But with any kind of long-running series, you know, when when you reach that point, it's time to introduce a new character, isn't it? Just to mix things up, change the dynamic. So here we go. Gordon, over to you. What have That's you got good. for you us? Bring in, you can bring in some, some squad players, some Lions players for the for the dead rubber games that don't mean anything that you can then drop immediately when they return to <laughs> Come in and get a couple of ducks and then, uh, yeah, we just sort of farm you out again. Never to be seen. Just be, to be some sort of quiz question later on. Like, uh, <laughs> no one can ever remember. Well, it's good to be back. It's, well, it's good uh, to have you back. <laughs> Hopefully I can bring something to this. Looking forward to getting your take on, um, on well, I suppose the series so far and specifically um, day two from Sydney. Should we bring you up to speed? Um, Australia resumed the day 126 for three bit more rain around um but uh but the game sort of progressed a, a fair bit more uh, than it did on day one um Usman Khawaja was the star wasn't he 137 he made uh, another century for him against England at Sydney uh, as Australia posted 416 uh, for eight before they declared um some Runs from the tail, Mitchell Stark uh, with 34, um, Nathan Lyon as well, 16, uh, with a big six in there um, as, yeah, Australia posted what will almost certainly be a match-winning total. Um, England didn't have to face too many overs before the close, and they got through it just about uh, Hasib, Hamid, uh, and Zach Crawley both finishing on two. Um, Crawley was caught in the slips, but it was a, a noble um, from Stark, so that was good to see. It was good, good to see the Aussies making those mistakes. Um, yeah, well, who should I come to first? Go on, Gordon. What, what, what have you made of this? It's a funny one, isn't it? Because sort of England are in a. I feel a bit sorry for them, if anything, at this point, because they're sort of damned if they do something in this in this game, and damned if they don't. I mean, it doesn't look like they're going to do anything in, in response to that title that Australia posted. But it was a nice to see Broad get a five for. There was a there was a point there where they could have they could have knocked them over for less than 
less than 300 and, and actually been competitive in the game as it is like there's just no way that um those two openers are going to survive the the first spell today and and uh and make a knock in that in that 400 i don't think adam did you, did you share that did you share that optimism or when you i mean i don't know if you stayed up the whole night but uh, yeah as gordon said i think uh well there were 242 for five and then 285 for six when Carey fell um so yeah probably it got away from England a bit at the end. Yeah, um, you know, you're, Gordon's right. There, there was an opportunity for England to get uh, kind of more into the game than they now are. I suppose uh, I was thinking, you know, it, 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 it possibly feels slightly misleading. It feels like England are even further behind than they are. Like it, Australia have made 400, not 600. You know, it's, it's not an absolutely monstrous score. It kind of feels like it because they batted two whole days more or less but obviously yesterday was very uh, rain truncated but really you know it shouldn't be beyond the wit of, of England or any test team on that pitch which you know yeah there is something in it for the bowlers but it's 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 pretty good to bat on you know for England to think actually yeah we can we can bat a day and a half and get up on terms with Australia uh, because it is I'll say it's it's 400 that's that's just that in some ways that's just par the first innings of a test match isn't it um, or possibly a little bit more than that, but not much. They're not. They've not. They're not sort of staring at five fifty, six hundred. The thing is, yeah, you just you, England are not going to get four hundred. <laughs> they they they're not capable of it. Um, and I know what you mean as well, Gordon, about England being a little bit down if they do, down if they don't. You know, what are we as fans hoping for in this game? Like, obviously, as a fan, I want England to win. I don't. You know, I don't want England to lose. I don't want England to lose five nil. But if they do win this or the next one, you know, it's it's just it's it's too little, too late, isn't it? And 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 on Stuart Broad, like it was great to see him take those wickets, and he bowled really well. And and in Adelaide, I thought he looked quite unthreatening, and I, you know, he's not been particularly threatening all year. And I was sort of starting to think, well, maybe Broad is coming towards the end now. But actually, he looked, and and this is only one performance, but he did look much livelier, much more like his old self today, which is good. But then on the other hand, you think, well, what have we learned? Now, I think we do put in a good performance here that is mainly led by Stuart Broad taking five wickets. It's like, what, what have we learned? What are England gaining from that? I don't know. Um, what about uh, Kawaja? I mean, it's one of those where when a player does well against England, you you know, you sort of... I don't know. It, it feels like they, they're, they're possibly better than, or the, it feels like they should have a better record than perhaps they do. But I mean, Kwaja is a, is a cracking player and yeah, it's a, another century for him against England at Sydney. Um, yeah, it's quite nice when you can just bring a batsman in and they score tons of runs. He played really, really well. And those, those kind of cover drives off the spinners were pretty gorgeous to watch. Um, yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't really caught the fact that he's 35 now. Um, so you wouldn't necessarily yeah. think a little bit, <laughs> he's ancient. A little bit like, uh, you know, much, much, much older than me at thirty-five. Um, you wouldn't think a little bit like Shibori. You wouldn't think that this is going to be like the start of a whole new chapter for him necessarily. And obviously, he's come in because Travis Head has missed out because he's tested positive for COVID. You know, Kawaja may not play the next game after this, even even after getting a hundred. But you know, it is nice for him, I suppose, and nice for Australia to think that they do have. So much depth, you know. <laughs> England are a long way from having, you know, from having so much depth that they've got guys on the bench who can come in and score a hundred. They've got no one at all who can score a hundred. 
I think he's the type of player that you you sort of expect Johnny Bairstow to be, right? Like, Kouaj is very, like, he's very versatile. Like, he used to, he added at three, right? He's batting at five. He can, he can kind of bat anywhere in that, in that top five and, and look like he can do a job. And, and as you said, like, he hasn't really played a huge amount of cricket in the last, like, I don't know, like, last few months. He hasn't, he's been out of the test team for a couple of years. Mm. Yeah. But that sort of, that depth where you can just sort of bring someone in and throw him into the lineup and he scores a century is kind of what, I always think someone like Johnny Bairstow should be able to do. Like he's a wicket keeper, he's a batsman, he's an incredible fielder. You should be able to drop him in at anywhere in that top five, and he can do a job for England. But it's just it's really highlights the stark difference between the the depth of both squads. Uh, good to see England's openers uh, holding out for the five overs at the end of the day. Um, some predictions for tomorrow. I mean, four hundred and sixteen, as you say, uh, Adam isn't. It's not a monstrous total, but it feels a long way away for this England batting lineup. You know, do you hold up any hope of England kind of getting on par? Yeah, well, I mean, the openers, as you say, got through to some spin just about, um, and, and Crawley was incredibly lucky. You know, Stark only a, a millimetre or so over the line there. Um, no, I don't hold out a lot of hope on England getting up towards par, but there is an opportunity here for England because it's not. As I say, it's a it's a decent pitch to bat on. It's day three. A lot of people, you know, there's a cliche day, day three can sometimes be the, the best day to bat. They could go out tomorrow. If they if they bat all day, they will get somewhere near, you know, they'll they, they should be getting towards 300 or, or a little bit beyond it. They've got an opportunity here. I think it's unlikely they're going to win the game from this position, but they've certainly got an opportunity to draw it. And, you know, so if they do collapse tomorrow and they're all out under 200, that, that will be... I was going to say it'll be one of the most disappointing things about this series. I don't know. <laughs> there have been a lot of very big disappointments, but it will it will join the list certainly. Oh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how they get on, uh, Gordon. Just before we wrap up, um, what, what have you made of the series as a whole? Have you uh, have you fallen out of love with uh, with English cricket? Um, well, it's, yeah, it's been it's quite difficult to get into it because it's been over before it really even got started, um, but. I would agree with the, the kind of the points you were making on, on some of your earlier episodes about this being yeah. probably the the lowest point for English cricket I can remember. Like I, I feel like the the reference point was always that New Zealand series that they lost at the end of the nineties when they were bottom of the test rankings as um, as being the lowest point of English cricket. But I think even then there was a bit of hope that there were some good players in the team that could pull it around in the next couple of years. It does it does sort of feel like this is a low point with not much on the horizon to to pull it out um but it kind of needed to happen i think to to hopefully clear clear things out and start again so i have a little bit of hope that maybe out of this there'll be some good things that come out of it but yeah it's been a pretty pretty tough series to watch hasn't it yeah well i mean that is that's definitely the optimistic take on it that and it could be correct that this is the kind of system shock that is needed to, to reset things and, and actually, you know, start to make some improvements. But I'm gloomy about it because I'm not sure that there's the, there's a financial reason to do that. But yeah, I mean, you're right. I, I like the comparison to 99. But like, as you say, there's a danger of misremembering or being rose-tinted about it. But wouldn't you love to have some of those players from the 90s in the team, that you know, Thorpe and Hussain and Butch? I mean, they would walk into this team, wouldn't they? I suppose it's an extinction event if everyone's, you know, if English cricket's wiped out. Is that a good thing to start again? You know, fresh, fresh beginnings. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> or we sad for what was there before, I don't know. I did like a, a, for your, your friend of the show, Johnny Lou's article the other day about sort of a different format for, for cricket or for the Ashes involving series that have test matches, T20s and ODIs, and that as a cumulative decides the series as a whole. I did quite like that idea as a way to bring the sort of the disparate formats that seem to all be going in their own very clear different directions together. Because cricket is such a weird sport, isn't it? Though you've got like these three, four different formats that are so really unrelated to each other in a way that like a lot of other sports don't. Um, I think that's the risk that they all sort of go off with their own agenda and test cricket's left as the one that doesn't have any money or any focus on it. Yeah, no, it is an interesting idea. I suppose, well, I suppose you could introduce the hundred as a sort of tiebreaker now. Yeah, not sort of weaving oh, the core, core love that. formats, but yeah. yeah as a just, sort run, of... just, run, just run the Ashes as an IPL series. Just get it over with. Yeah. This will not be appearing in the Bayfield Report. <laughs> <laughs> which, um, speaking of which, you need to get back to writing that, Adam. So we'll leave you, uh, we'll leave you to it. Uh, Gordon, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. As always, thanks, We'll guys. see you again in about four or five years' time. Well, I think at the moment you're averaging one appearance a decade, aren't you? This is your first appearance in the 20s. So, yeah, we'll so give see it, you again in 2031. Perfect. Looking forward to it. Good stuff. Um, okay, well, me and Adam will be back. We might get Gordon back on in the, you know, before the series is out. He's done well. Probably not. Not after today's <laughs> performance. <laughs> um, like a scratchy, a scratchy 22. Yeah, I mean, it's question marks for sure. You know, people will be paying for blood, but... Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was gutsy. It was yeah. gutsy, but in the end, it's not really enough, is it? Sort of Denley-esque. You know, you've, you've been brought in to do a job when, when needed, but when the sky Limited. is clear, you'll be, you'll be shipped out. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to think of myself as a limited, a limited type of player anyway. So, yeah, I won't do that too personally. Well, you've you played your part well. Um, okay, me and Adam will be back tomorrow. Uh, take it easy. Happy birthday for Saturday, Gordon. Thank you. I look forward to receiving your present. (laughs) Yeah, and Ashes Day, they'll be hitting your uh, your feed first thing Saturday morning to greet your uh, greet your birthday. Um, Yeah, cool. All right, take it easy. Catch you later, guys. Bye. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.